Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, my friend, it's Matt. Welcome again to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Super glad that you are here. We're going to jump into something that I think may be a little bit of a touchy subject for for all of us as artists. I want to talk about the whole idea of artistic sensitivities and our sensibilities and the way that we interact with the world and with God, and most importantly, others. Because how many of you know that the way that God wired you as a feeling and sensing being is is beautiful. It's the way that he's given you to to see and hear him and the world and and interact with others to see things from a different perspective. But how many of you know, just like everything in the kingdom of God, you can have a natural bent toward a lot of different things, you know, emotionalism, being really sensitive, being really emotionally, um, you know, oversensitive in, in some things because of pain or trauma or woundedness or insecurity or lack of confidence or whatever. And those things, even, even though that emotional sensitivity can be a gift from God when it's not brought under the Lordship of Christ and when it's not managed in a beautiful way that allows you to both hear his spirit and be who God called you to be, it can be a deficit. It can be a danger actually to you. It can be something that that drags you down and actually keeps you from the very things that God is calling you to. You know, I can remember so many times in my life where I was in situations where maybe somebody would have to bring criticism in my life or my music or for maybe at my job or uh, maybe at a church I was working at or even in my my art uh, in, in the early days, you know, as I was getting started and, and trying to do things. And I can remember some of those times just having to bite my tongue because I was like, how dare they? tell me that I need to change anything or how dare they step on my feelings like that and, and tell me that what I'm doing is not exactly right. And I can remember the pain and the frustration of being in those emotions and being in those feelings and feeling like there was nowhere that I could go where that wasn't just going to be absolutely overwhelming. And instead of my emotions informing me, to be able to take something to the Lord and and deal with it or come up a level in my life where I needed to or believe the best from somebody that was actually trying to help me, not hurt me. Those things actually became defining moments that drug me down and that caused me a whole lot more pain than they did help. You know, over the years, having mentored now thousands upon thousands of artists in our Created to Thrive Artist Mentoring Program, I get to see all sorts of (laughs) emotional sensitivities coming out, good ones, not so healthy ones. And I'm always trying to, to help people be able to walk in a way that, again, honors who you are and honors the sensitivities that God's given you. And at the same time, doesn't allow those things to rule you. And so I want to give you five things today that I hope will help you to to get past, uh, you know, we talk about the good, bad, and the ugly today. <laughs> Maybe we get past the bad and the ugly. We get into the good of, 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 you know, having emotional sensitivities. And how do we walk with those in a healthy way that honors the Lord, honors other people, and at the same time uh, honors us and allows us to walk in a really healthy way? The first thing I would say is you got to have a balanced 
perspective. You got to realize that when, you know, most of the time, and again, there's always, you know, outliers, but most of the time when you're in relationship with people and they're giving, bringing, you know, constructive criticism uh, into your life, not personal attacks. I'm not talking about that, but constructive criticism. You've asked for feedback. They're giving that to you in as loving a way as, as they can. You have to have a balanced perspective and realize that this person is not trying to kill you. They're not trying to, to beat you over their head. What they're trying to do is bring you up another level. And so I want you to begin to to try to reframe your view of criticism and critique and feedback in your life as opportunities for growth rather than opportunities you know, to feel like you're being personally attacked. You're not going to agree with what everybody says. You're not going to agree maybe with some of the things I say on the podcast or maybe something that a leader in your life says or a, another artist or a friend says. But instead of viewing that as a personal attack, be able to take that and just, you know, sometimes you just take it to the Lord and you say, Lord, I don't know how to do that. That didn't resonate with me, but I'm I'm choosing in this moment not to allow that thing to define me. I'm choosing to be balanced with this thing rather than go off the deep end and take, uh, as John Bevere says, the bait of Satan and take the bait and just run with it and go down the road uh, that God never intended for us uh, to go down. Number two, I would say a big, big, big part of being able to do that is being able to be a part of a, a supportive, loving community. We as artists, and of course as believers, need Christian artists. We need Christian community. We need people that support us and love us, a, a safe place, right, for, for sharing in our life, our experiences and our challenges and the insights that we may have. And so being a part of a community allows you to realize that people are all different, and, and, and you realize that we all have different perspectives. We all have different ways of, of sharing things. But you also start in community. You start to gain trust. You start to get each other's heart. I have your heart. You have my heart. You realize that we're for each other. We're not against each other. We can support each other. We want to you know be able to give and receive advice and encouragement and challenge. But we do it in a place where the assumption is love, not attack not fear, not confrontation. That's so important. I find that so many people out there that are operating from a wounded framework, one that they've not allowed the Lord to come in and fully heal. Anytime uh, anything comes into their life that is a little difficult to deal with, maybe somebody looks down the wrong way, says something the wrong way, gives them a, some criticism that they weren't expecting or didn't ask for or whatever, that thing can come into their heart and actually become like an arrow that wounds them and hurts them in a huge, huge way. And listen, that's not God's best for any of us. And so part of the antidote, not only is it having a balanced view of, of yourself in the world. Not only is it learning to give that to Jesus, but it's being in community with others so that you learn to trust people and you bear each other's burdens, realizing that everybody is different. Number three, I would say, is really all about learning healthy boundaries. You know, learning to say no, learning to manage your time effectively, learning to distinguish in those times that you need to between constructive criticism versus demeaning comments. I mean, if somebody just obviously, 
being ugly to you and being demeaning to you. You know, I'm not telling you to have a balanced approach. You may just need to say, you know what? I don't accept that. Or you may just need to say, you know what? Thanks for the feedback. And uh, as my friend Dan McCollum says, when if somebody prophesies over you and you don't, it doesn't resonate with you, just flush it. I love that advice. And sometimes you just got to flush it. Sometimes there are going to be things that you have to do that are just like, you know what? I'm separating myself from that. And so part of being an emotionally and spiritually healthy person is learning to be able to maintain a healthy balance with your art and your spiritual life with the Lord, your personal life with others, the things that you're allowing people to speak into your life, the things that you're not willing for people to, to speak into your life on, or maybe some people can speak into some others and, uh, you know, some areas and other people can't speak into, to other areas, but learning to set boundaries so that you can have healthy interactions with God and with yourself, with your, uh, with others, that is a huge part of beginning to manage and and cultivate health within your own emotional sensitivities. Because listen, it's in those areas where you don't have boundaries, where you allow people to step over your boundaries. It's in those areas where you don't have real relationship. It's in those areas where you go off the deep end. Those are the moments where the enemy comes in and frustrates you and leaves you out to dry, hangs you out to dry, and tries to take advantage uh, of the weaknesses that are in your heart rather than allowing those to be moments where you can grow in the Lord. Number four, then, I would say really is all about spiritual and emotional health with the Lord, and that is just doing the stuff that we all know that, that the Lord invites us into, the daily disciplines of, of prayer and meditation and reflection and imagining with the Holy Spirit and studying our Bible and, and being in, you know, uh, community with others. It's that, it's that place also of, of in, engaging act, in activities that bring you life, right? Creating art. I mean, my family tells me all the time, you're a happier person when you're in the studio. You're a better person when you're in the studio. And so whatever it is for you, whether it's creating or exercising or journaling or hanging out with friends or going to a museum or a show or whatever it is, do those things that promote spiritual and emotional health in your life. Why? Because when you're a healthy and whole person and when you're operating at at full capacity, when the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to shoot an arrow of disappointment or offense at you, you're going to be much, much, much better able to um, to deal with that in in your life. And then the last thing I would say is this: you know, part of I think for artists especially, learning to deal with your emotional sensitivities is realizing that you and I are not perfect. We are people that are in growth, uh, in a growth process, specifically in regards to our art. And so most of us need to be continually learning through workshops and courses and, and seminars and, and listening to people that are, that are further along that we are in all areas of life, but especially our art so that we can continue to grow into the things that God has for us. One of the things I find that is one of the, the, the times that people get most offended is when the when they think that they are just the cat's meow, they have nothing to grow in. They're just everything's great, and then somebody comes in and gives a suggestion or or brings a, a critique, and all of a sudden, wow, there's a fence. Why? Because they're not realizing that they're in a growth 
process. They're all, we're all still learning. And I think just having that posture of, of teachability and being able to, to, to realize, Hey, I've come a long way. I'm not where I was, but I'm not where I'm going. I'm, I'm going to embrace the process and the learning uh, that can come. And you know, the last thing, and I didn't mean to say this because I had five things and it was going to be great, but I'm just going to say this number six, <laughs> number six, I would just say when it comes to emotional sensitivities, one of the things that the enemy will, will, will want to get you to do is to stew on that thing by yourself or with a few friends and not really deal with offense with other people. And I can't tell you how many people over the years that I've met who, you know, you you find out six months, a year, two years later, three years later, five years later, that you said something in passing or or maybe you talked about something in a way that, that you know, maybe wasn't the best that day or whatever, or they heard it wrong or whatever it was. And something inside of them took that as a major offense and a wound, and that thing festered in their heart for months, weeks, even years. And and you didn't know anything about it. And I just think, oh my gosh, if they would have just practiced Matthew 18, that when you have an offense, go to your brother quickly and deal with it. Talk to the person about it. Even if it's just saying, you know what? I know you said this the other day and it might not have meant to come out this way, but this is the way I heard it. And I just wanted to bring that to you so that we could talk about it because I don't want anything to be in between us. Listen, if you will do that in your life, I promise you, (laughs) the Lord will use that as a maturing process in your life to help you deal and grow in the area of emotional sensitivity. Listen, my friend, I love you. I hope you know I love you. For years, I've loved you on, on the podcast and at conferences and in our mentoring program and wherever you might be be listening to me. I want, I want God's best for you. I want you to be walking in everything that he has for you. And I'm so glad that you are here with me here on the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. We're always here to help you in whatever uh, you need help with. If you're considering becoming a part of the Created to Thrive Artist Mentoring Program, like I know so many of you are, and you're just considering, is this the right time? I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'm, or maybe you're thinking, well, when I get this done or when I get that done, listen, here's your sign. This is the sign. This is the message you've been waiting for. Join us. Join us. We've got a $14 trial going on right now. $14 for your first month. You get access to the complete program all the live coaching, all the resources, all the live Q&As with me, everything that you need to start thriving as the artist that God called you to be. And not only resources, but in the context of a loving Christian community with other artists that love Jesus and are growing their art business, just like I'm sure you want to do as well. We'd love for you to join us. The link, of course, is in the show notes, and uh, nothing would give us greater joy than to, to see you pop in there this week and start an incredible journey with us to helping you see uh, everything that God's got for you in your life. I love you, my friend. Thanks for spending time with me today here on The Thriving Christian Artist. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you review. Make sure you're sharing these episodes on social media with others. And remember, till next time, you were created to thrive. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes 
of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.